0: "'Are you happy with your life?' Shalon asked. "'Would you rather be free, given the chance?' The parchment looked up at her and frowned. He scrunched up his brow, mouthing a few of the words, then shook his head. He didn't understand. "'Freedom?' Shalon prodded. He hunched down to work. "'He actually looks uncomfortable,' Shalon thought, embarrassed for not understanding. "'His posture seems to say, please stop asking me questions.' Shallan tucked her sketchbook under her arm and took a memory of the two of them working there. These are evil monsters, she told herself forcefully. Creatures of legend who will soon be bent on destroying everyone and everything around them. Standing here, looking at them, she found it difficult to believe, even though she had accepted the evidence. Storms. Yasna was right persuading the light-eyes to rid themselves of their parchment was going to be nearly impossible. She would need very, very solid proof. Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 2, Words
1: of Radiance.
0: this is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 17 and 18. Um, we are well into this book now and I definitely don't want you being spoiled. So if you are not caught up on these chapters yet, please go back and read up. Or if you're not caught up on this episode yet, please go back and listen. Um, though it's probably not needed, but you might be missing some fun jokes that Jack and I have pulled off. Or maybe you might just think that we're just boring and we help you sleep at night. Either way, we're really happy that you're listening. And if you are exactly where you're be enjoy the episode welcome to the show i'm your host sean q and you know his favorite article of clothing is a white cowboy hat that is way too small for a head it's bluth no i mean it's jack what's up
1: how are you doing sir
0: i am good i uh i'm one day gonna cosplay bluth and i'm gonna wear <laughs> cosplay a cosplay
1: t- <laughs> bluth yeah i'm gonna wear and, a and- tiny
0: little white cowboy hat on top of my head that image <laughs> it, just gets it- me
1: is that a suede hat that got wet by I, chance? I, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went really it's small. So tiny. Tiny, tiny little hat. Yeah, he he actually like traded stuff for it. <laughs> like... I I find it's it's really it's. <laughs> It's really quite silly that he has it on. Like, I think he just doesn't strike me as the kind of character that would have, that would even care. They're in the frostlands.
0: It's not even helping him keep warm or anything. Like, it's not.
1: Yeah, it's It's, not a toque. You didn't get a toque. I'm going. Yeah, I was just you stole my word. I was gonna say I'm gonna give you a little Canadian advice here, Bluth. (laughs) It's called a toque.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's doing stop nothing. Stop by
1: the local roots, stop by the local roots <laughs> store, pick up a toque. You're good to You'll go. You'll love it.
0: You'll love one of those long floppy ones. You know what I mean? You can wear it stylishly <laughs> like you're a hipster or something. Like for sure. I, uh, well, it's I funny think it's that hilarious. you mentioned yeah, uh, I...
1: articles of clothing because I want to start this, uh, this off covering chapter 17 and 18. So starting with 17, a pattern, the artwork for pattern on this, um, it's awesome, isn't it? I've got the paperback. It's really cool. It's so good. What I want to point out. So, so there's all these depictions of pattern in these Mm -hmm. various forms and it kind of goes through some text and some of the text is blotted out. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if you can read all of it or not. I I can't read all
0: of it either, but there is a reason why it's blotted out and we'll get to that at the end of okay. uh, of talking about it. So uh, tell uh, say okay. what you wanted to say about it and then we'll get to the uh the blotting out.
1: Well, what well, what I loved most about it, well in, in term well the the, the the depictions are fantastic. I so love how
0: there's so many different look, variations and it's because every yeah. time she tries to capture it, it's changed, right? So she's yeah. like, yeah, it's just this working thing that she can't, she can't fully grasp.
1: It's just like a snowflake, right? Like there's so many permutations. But right. what I love is that the person that is the, the individual that is collecting this information or maybe found this information, there's like a, a note at the end and it says, You have no idea what I, what I went through to recover this from the bottom of the Rosharan Ocean you owe me a new coat.
0: Yes. So this is Side. what I wanted to talk about.
1: Nas. So, so I, I just think that's so funny that you started and led with, with Blue's hat. And then I wanted to talk about Nas's coat.
0: Right. Nas wants a coat. Right. <laughs> that's his reward for and, and deep sea Nas, diving, I guess.
1: Nas from, from, from the Cosmere, not Nas represent. Yeah. So, but Nas... <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna make but, a similar but joke but we, we can naz we can as represent if we want we dude i was it. gonna
0: make a similar joke that is so funny oh dude um, so ilmatic come I, on I, I think it's amazing um i think that this page is shalon mm. this is shalon that did this because oh, we know that this
1: was recovered from, from the bottom of the she ocean lost at the sea from right the bottom right oh. You know what? And I'm silly. I didn't make that connection. So
0: Nas is working for Sizzlon. He's someone. looking at
1: her drawings. I wonder if the, if the, hang on. It seems to have a, okay, those are, so those are his notations though.
0: These are her notations, I think.
1: Are you sure? I think so. It says, so. it seems to have an infinite variety of, perm- okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. It
0: feels like the handwriting from both are different.
1: You know what? I think you might be right about that. Yep. Look at you, sleuth.
0: Yes, uh, you. call me uh, you, uh, Sean. Sean Lock Holmes. Um, you, I think the uh, the blotted out pieces here on the side are mm. the water damage. Correct. Right. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Very
0: neat, eh? Yeah. I so
1: love we, ha- that we have we have to ask more.
0: ourselves a couple of questions. One, who Ooh. is Naz, and who's he working for? And why was it so important for them to get to the bottom of the ocean to recover what was sunk?
1: Well, perhaps a word of Yasna's belongings.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. So maybe they're looking for the trunk that Shalon has?
1: Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that unless it's later on, Shalon becomes so important and her drawings become so important that that is a thing that becomes that's, that's a good like, thought too. I, I like to
0: that to, I like that reasoning to, to so, go down so yeah Nas is obviously working for someone uh,
1: obviously uh, I will uh, I, because it's so deep in the water I'm going to put my money on James Cameron um, <laughs> because of the deep sea diving uh, <laughs> sort of and prowess that he, or, you know, the skill with which I, I th-
0: he. I think, uh, there's a, uh, right around near the Frostlands, <laughs> just south of the Frostlands in the Rasharn Sea, there is an area yeah. known as the Abyss, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I yeah. don't know if that's yeah, true. I'm abyss. just making yeah. that up. But. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Nas is working for James Cameron personally. Yeah.
0: Um, he, he's definitely working for someone. Um, we do know that there are people that are, that were after Yasna in Karbrinth. Mm. So maybe mm. it's the same people. Could be. I don't know. We, we, we don't, we can we shan't forget the name. We shan't. Ghost Bloods, we shan't. Right? We shan't. We shan't. shan't we, shouldn't, we shan't. We not We shouldn't forget the name Ghostbloods.
1: We should not forget the name Ghostbloods. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's so cool to say. It's so. Ghostbloods. It's like, oh, I'm a ghost and I'm bleeding. Not fair. This chapter, a pattern starts off with dull form dread
2: mm-hmm. with
1: the mind most lost. The lowest, and one not bright, to find this form one need banish the cost. It finds you and brings you to blight.
3: It's cool, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: So it, this is it, the final it brings stanza. You,
1: brings you to ruin. So blight right. is often a word associated with with plants, right? Right. So right. I really like that. Um, I like to think that that was carefully chosen for that reason.
0: For sure. Um, I um, think all I think all words are carefully chosen when you're. Um, Mr. Sanderson, but this is the last, this is the final stanza in the listener song of listing,
2: which is interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That dull form, something so boring and dull was the final piece of information in this, in the, uh, Mm -hmm. in the stanza. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: So Shallan is riding on the wagon. Um, she has, she appears to be struggling with some, uh, anxiety. So she's trying to, I guess, cover that or subdue that with scholarship, says here. Mm -hmm. And so she's found a distraction. So she's looking at these leaves and she says, the leaves can start their own shoots, did you know? And she's, of course, speaking to uh, Bluth, who's uh, described as a hulking boulder sitting sitting beside her, which (laughs) I absolutely love. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it's awesome.
1: Hulking boulder. Um, Shalon had made a small fist of the beets that he, so this I thought was interesting. So the beets that he's using um, to, I guess, guide the wagon in yeah. front of them with, with, with the chulls. She's keeping track of this.
0: Yeah. There's like a rhythm to I, it.
1: I, 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 I yeah, I, I just, I find it interesting that she's not only noticing plants and sort of doing, you know, that, but she's also noticing this other detail mm-hmm. that, I don't know, might give her skill in riding a wagon or with the chawl later. He's, like, they, they describe this long reed that he's using mm-hmm. to to, to snap at the, uh, at the chul.
0: She can't help herself, right? She just can't help herself, but to I just soak up that, so information. She,
1: she's got such a busy mind. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like that would, I, I mean, if I was thinking about, you know, uh, raiders or, or whatnot following us. Right. On this wagon. Be, and plus I would be, I would be very worried and concerned about maintaining this ruse, if you will, with, yeah. with Tivlakev, Right you know in addition to that she's got, so she's you know commenting on the plants that are passing her by and in a, and in a, and in a few moments we're we're going to get her starting to uh to sketch again right but no but she's also counting the the uh yeah. the, the snaps of this reed i just i just thought that was really really interesting yeah it's really cool um you see Shalon says that's why the plant's limbs are so fragile when the storm comes it will shatter these branches and break off the leaves They will blow away and start new shoots, building their own shell. They grow so quickly, faster than I'd have expected out here in these infertile lands. So this is like describing, like, uh, remember that it was this... um, description of these plants i think from an earlier chapter this where is they the were same, missing all of their
0: this is the same plants that she's been studying this whole time she's been in the frost frostlands mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. W- they were she tried to <laughs> engage with blouth in like did you are you seeing these things these are cool and then right. then the yeah. next time she talks about them she's given them a name which is crust spines yeah. and then now she's right. even doing further investigation of them which is really really right. interesting you know
1: yeah um, and, but... she's, and she's kind of she's cracked the code if you will right so it lets go of the branches and looks just like a stick in the mud on purpose right. because the leaves themselves can, can
0: multiply grow, and can, yeah. can, grow roots. Yeah. I, um, I think yeah. there's a deeper metaphor here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something that breaks easily, easily, but right. then grows and survives anew. Right. This is like Shalon right. herself. Right. That's so, it. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. She broke yeah. off of Yasna and is now growing quickly on her own. You know, and I really like that. So it's really, it's really interesting. Well,
1: even, 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 even with Kaladin, like like you break him, you put him in the worst position possible. And he
0: grows anew. Yeah.
1: He still grows anew. And
0: not only does he grow anew, but he multiplies, like this plant can multiply quickly. And then change everyone else around him. And we
1: can, we can extrapolate on that later because in the next chapter, when they were talking about training, the training is multiplied. Right. It's right. happening quicker. It's happening faster. Why? Because it's not just one Kaladin now. Now there's a you, whole
0: squad of them that are all ta- teaching everyone right? else all and the same. They're to all care. training. And yeah. yeah. So it's, Yeah. Cause it's, you it's, know that it's, Teft it's, is going, you know, to care. He's like literally yeah, saying verbatim totally. the speeches from the first book to. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's he's, awesome. He's
1: going, he's going, what's your name?
0: Right. 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 Like, yeah. He's yeah. doing the same process. It's great. So I think that, uh, Shalon is like this plant or her situation's like this plant. She's broken off and she's growing anew, which is really, really awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. So she does look over her shoulder, uh, on this wagon. There's no sign of pursuit at the moment. Gets out a new sketchbook, which is one of Yazda's notebooks that didn't have very many pages filled out. Mm-hmm. And she begins to sketch a small leaf and it says here that she, because she's lost almost everything, she only has a small, uh, a single piece of charcoal, um, some pens and a little ink. So she's really down in supplies, but, but she's back at it. And right. she finds this whole process very cathartic. So it's like, you know, she's drawing again. She's, she's taking memories. Super important. It's, good for, it's super it's good important for her.
0: her. And this is what Pattern told her before, right? You will draw mm-hmm. again. You might not want to now, but you will draw right. again.
1: Yeah. Um, she starts withdrawing the Santhid memory. Right. Which I thought was great.
0: Yeah. And she still has it as a memory, right? But she says she mm-hmm. didn't, uh, doesn't she say she, it, unfortunately it didn't, re- uh, wait a minute. Where is it here? Um, doesn't she say it's not equal to the one she had done before? Oh, right. Yeah, the right. picture it's wasn't not, equal to the one she captured right after the event. Right. But having it again in any form had starting healing the wounds inside. It's weird how that could right. help her, right? Like.
1: Oh, yeah, this is complete catharsis. She, know, she like on, said on, on, on before,
0: right, head. when she found the, the chest and she started grieving, really grieving Yasna, she even, like, thinks to us, to the reader she feels silly, but she's also mourning all of her drawings. She's mourning all of these collections that she's had of people, all this oh, time yeah. spent Absolutely. that she, you know, traveled and all these pictures that she took of Talb or, or like paintings that she drew of tra- Talb and all this stuff, it's all gone. So this is starting to heal that hole inside of her.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, she, she, <laughs> I like this, that she draws, she draws, um, Bluth right. in the silly hat. But when she's looking at the image, she's like, you know what, it's, it's not really that great. It's like, there's something about it that's not really capturing right. what I want. Like it doesn't really look that bad or, or great. It's more of a caricature. Yeah. And she even asked him, where did you get that hat? And he says, traded for it. <laughs> did, and, she, and then she asks, did it cost much? And she shrugs it off. Like, cause she's almost insulting him there. Like, did you actually pay money for that? Cause Would you trade a you did, rock for that or? <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you trade like a bag of leaves for that? Yeah. Um, So the, so she's back on the wagon and uh, so she's managed, so she finishes a different sketch of him. I
0: like this a lot.
1: Me too. It's a different composition, idealized perhaps, but somehow also right. Mm -hmm. He could actually look dashing once you dressed him up properly, a uniform, a spear planted to his side, eyes toward the horizon. By the time she'd finished, She was feeling much better about the day. She smiled at the product, then held it up to Bluth, as Stavlakyev called the midday halt. Bluth looks at it and says nothing, (laughs) which I think is just so perfect. So it's like the most flattering thing that's ever been done for him. And he's like, yeah, whatever.
0: This is like her, (laughs) it's like an idealized (laughs) idea of what he could be. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's seeing him and saying, oh, he could be something grander. And let me draw that grander thing. And I think it's really awesome. It's like, she's like seeing the best in people through her art.
1: Well, I mean, life, if not, you know, is, um, I mean, you could look at it, the, the totality of, of human experience can be looked at as a lot of wasted human potential. Right. So here's, here's Bluth on a wagon with his tiny little suede hat, white hat on. <laughs> and, and here he is, you know, he's a, well, he's a, he, I guess he's a, he's not, he's not a slaver. He's a, he's, no, he's he's like he's a mercenary.
0: A he works for Tavlakov. So I guess he yeah. is a slaver. He trades. He is, I think. Or a mercenary. Just because he's not the um, owner of the, of the caravan. He technically right. still is a worker in the caravan that slavers. So he's a, he's a slaver, unfortunately.
1: Maybe, you know what, you know what I think it is though? the importance of these depictions or this idealized depiction, this is, these are the forms. She is seeing the forms as in the Parchman. We each have different forms that we could be. Right. So this is, this is Bluth as the form of, you know, he's the worker On, or he's the. Right, an you know, honorable. And,
0: yeah, and with a here's another
1: form right. that he could be. He could be a scholar or a gentleman yeah, or, a cool. or a noble or a. Yeah, I like that. Something when you when you, uh,
0: when you compare it to like the parshendi forms or the listener forms, yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. there is a, 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 um, a listener could be a warrior, it could be a scholar, they could be nimble, they could be um, right. lustful for mating, and they can but, be. Yeah, they can be, and and Bluth can be more than he is. That's really cool. I like that actually.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's so he doesn't really uh, acknowledge uh, the picture, even though it's amazing. She says, "Knobweed." And she, she's pointing at a patch of it and he, and he says, more of that plant? Yeah. Yes. Would you kindly fetch them for me? Can't the parchment do it? I'm supposed to feed the churls. Um, which would you rather make weight? Guardsman Bluth, the churls or the light eyed woman? Right. So he, he <laughs> so he goes and does it. Um, Devlakev is watching the horizon to the south and there's a thin trail of smoke it's rising in that direction. Yeah. I really liked this description in this chapter. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I really liked imagining the smoke. Yeah. And the next few lines I thought was great. Shalon felt an immediate chill. Yeah. So there's that chill, chill, chill thing running yeah. through this, uh, this, yeah. this particular installation. Um, is it the deserters, she says, they are following us. And this is Tavlakev speaking. He says, yes, they have stopped to cook for midday, it seems they don't care about us seeing their fire. I really like that.
2: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, yeah, he says it's a good that, sign.
1: He says it's a good sign, but initially for me, I thought it was a sign of like being very bold. Like right. we're coming and we know you can see us. There's nothing you can do. There's about nothing
0: it. you can do to stop us. Yeah. Like
1: that's, th- that's the way I took it at first. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, that is a good sign. He says, they probably know that we only have three wagons and are barely worth chasing. So as long as we keep moving and don't stop often, they should give up the chase.
0: I kind of feel like Tavlakov here is, is like just coming up with something. Oh, they probably don't think we're that important. I think he's just trying to like, uh, settle down anybody's worries about it. You know what I mean?
1: Well, including his own maybe.
0: Right. I think he, you're right. I think he's right? doing that for himself too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there is a little thing here. Um, so he, uh, he didn't bother to make the parchment do it in terms of, oh yeah, to, to, to bring water to the slaves. Um, so they were able to keep uh, their weaving going. and uh, That's the so thing. Th- this is the
0: can- example of it, right? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a good sign. They probably know oh, we're only three wagons. They're not, we're not even worth chasing. And then he immediately does work that he normally gets the parchment to do. Because right. he wants to get on his way right away, so it's right. like there, there. These are competing things happening. He's saying everything is okay, but then he's going and making sure they can get back on the road right away. The, the right, things are done quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that's great. I like that a lot.
1: Well, the parchment here. So, so they're continuing to uh, to weave in their cages, mm-hmm. uh, or in their in their cage behind Tavlokhev's wagon, and this is where we get the little segue, I think, into uh, Shalon wanting to draw them, right. Um. So she notes here that, that the charl wagons, they're not really going that fast, only about the speed of marching men. Mm-hmm. And then she's thinking, come on, you got to distract yourself. Find, find something else to take your mind off the, off the pursuit. And so she's looking at the parchment and, um, perhaps a drawing of them. And then she says, no, she was too nervous for drawing. Right. But then she walks up to the parchment, her feet complained of the pain, but it was manageable. She stopped behind the cage's bars and the back was unlocked. Parshman never ran.
0: Right. Like the chulls that I were know, not tied right? from last time. Cause yeah. they're so,
1: they're so broken, right? right. It's, they're, they're so docile. It's just like, yeah.
0: Yeah. They would, they were not going anywhere. But,
1: but again, see, uh, initially my thoughts were like, wow, that's so, that's so horrible. Like, cause it's almost like a beaten horse that doesn't have any, you know, will anymore to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know to, to shake even it fight. off or, Yeah. Yeah. Just like do whatever you know, the master wants to do. Yeah. Um, but in this, in this case, we find out there's much more to it. Like it's a form. Right. Right. And the forms can be broken. Right. So there's the potential, there's the potential right, right there for, for change. The well, yeah, these,
0: these, yeah, these pars- these parchment here couldn't be more than what they are. They just are stuck in this form and then this form stops them from wanting any more than what they're told that they should do.
1: Right, but then, but didn't we learn of uh, Parshman or sorry, of uh, listeners that were able to uh, elect to be in as a spy? Yes, as a spy. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying these, like these are these spies. These ones are. But, I'm but that,
0: no. But the the knowledge yeah. the knowledge that we have that there are some listeners right who could you never be spars. You don't know which one is Ooh. one. Yeah.
1: Right. 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 Which makes it so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Um. So one of them glances up at Shalon. And so these two, um, had red and white marbled skin. I don't think that she could tell whether they were male or female, um, because their bodies, um, tended not to be so, uh, clear. Yeah. She says it was Uh, difficult to tell
0: males from female without undressing them.
1: Right. And she asked them, I love this. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. What are your, what are your names? Yeah. Isn't, isn't that so perfect, Sean? It's
0: Kaladin, yeah. What are your names? It's just yeah. so
1: great. What are your names? What's the most important thing? And she says, uh, your name. And the one Parshman says one. And he points at his companion and says two. Yeah. A number. Are you happy with your life? Shallan says, would you rather be free given the chance? Parchman looks up at her and frowns. He scrunches his, his brow, mouthing a few words. He didn't understand freedom? Shalon questions again. He hunches down back to his work. And then she notes here that he actually looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Embarrassed maybe for not understanding. His like, posture seemed to say, please yeah. stop asking me questions. Shalon tucked her sketchbook under her arm and took a memory of the two of them working here. These are evil monsters, she says to herself, forcefully. Creatures of legend who will soon... Be bent on destroying everyone and everything around them. I find this to be. I find this to be just so. I don't know. Unfounded. I feel like Shalon is running with the ball that Yasna started, and I'm not so convinced that Yasna knew what she was talking about.
0: Right which is why Yasna was like we I mean, need to go Yosna to the shattered plane right.
1: like I want her to be right yeah. but at the same time there's a there's a thing that happens it might be the next chapter actually there's a stanza like one of the um let me just flip ahead here
0: like before the next
1: chapter yeah because it 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 talks about scholarship and gives what I think is a little hint
0: scholar form y-
1: scholar form and the loss of innocence in its pursuit mm-hmm so it can convince you of maybe doing terrible things like convincing that an entire people are a major threat.
0: Right. But this right? is uh it's, it's funny because this is the, from a stanza of the listener people. And you're saying that it might I inform know. how yasna and Shalon are maybe I think blinded by scholarship into thinking this one thing about these people. Right. right. That's
1: what I'm worried about. I mean, again, I love my girl Yasna. Mm-hmm. I want her to be right. Cause I love the whole
0: well, we have, devotion we to we the truth. And... We have evidence that Yasna uh, wasn't fully sold on her own theory because she said, we right. need to go to the Shattered Plains. To and confirm act, it. To confirm this and study the Parshendi yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's to true. find out what kind of correlation the Parshendi have to the rest of the Parshman. Are they related? Are they the same people? We don't know. But so it but was part it of her plan, raising, right?
1: But even just raising the questions about the part, about the Parshman has Shalon saying and thinking right here, these are evil monsters, right? Right. creatures of, of legend who will soon, who will soon, not maybe who will. Right like convinced that it's, it's going gonna to happen. It's going to happen, right. Right. And that I find is just a little disturbing. And it doesn't really someone. connect
0: because they're literally helpless slaves, worse than slaves, inside right. a wagon. And they're, they don't even have the, um, the guts to... To speak up to her, she speaks to them, and they they shrink back, and they don't even want to communicate with her. So, it's these these two things: evil monsters and these people she sees in front of them. They're just they don't connect; they don't seem to be the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a it's good. It's I, I like this. I, I like this whole thing.
1: She's looking at the two of them, and she's thinking, oh, you know what, Yasna's right. Persuading the light eyes to rid themselves of their parchment was going to be nearly impossible. She would need very, very solid proof. Mm-hmm. Bluth had left her a bundle of knobweed, so he actually gets it. Tavlokai was digging out some food for a quick lunch. Um, I just want to make a, a note here about this—the parchment. You know, it—it it might be like the, the the equivalent of us giving up Amazon. Right. You know, like like you've got you've got all of these parchment at work, and you can oh, just everything's you know great. You're doing your weaving in your cage, and you like your cage, and you like your weaving. Yeah, yeah great. Go ahead and do it. Right. But yet, but but to be told that there's the potential one day that you might, you might have to give this up. Right. Like th- this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. There's definitely, it, it is definitely, um, societal altering the mm-hmm. idea of, of not having the parch the parchment there to do right. stuff for them for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is why she says it's going to be impossible to convince them.
1: Yeah. It's going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. So, um, so she's, so she continues sketching nearby plants, you know, a lot of sketching going on, a mm-hmm. whole lot of sketching going on. And, um, then she sees, or no, or is it Tavlakiv? There was another column of smoke up ahead. Right. She stands up, raises a hand to shade her eyes, looking, she says, yes, more smoke. Nearby tag stops, noticing what she had. he hustles over to Tavlakiv and the two of them start to argue Tradesman Tvlakhev. Tradesman... Oh, yeah, it says here that she would not call him Trade Master. Yeah, yeah. Tradesman Tvlakhev, I would hear your discussion. Of course, Brightness, of course. You have seen the smoke ahead. We have entered a corridor running between the shattered plains and the shallow crypts and its sister villages. There is more traffic here than in other parts of the Frostlands, you see, so it is not unexpected that we should encounter others. Those ahead... Another caravan, if we're lucky. Tavlakhev says, We can avoid them. Only a large group would dare make smoke for midday meals, as it is an invitation or a warning. The small caravans, like ourselves, do not risk it. Tag says, If it's a large caravan. They'll have guards. Good protection. Mm -hmm. Yes, Tavlakhev says, But we would uh, also be placing ourselves between two enemies. Danger on all sides. Shalan says, those behind will catch us tsvlakov and then he says i think it's i think he says here a man hunting game or no she says yeah yeah,
3: yeah she's th- the one who says it
1: this is what shalon says a man hunting game will return with a mink if there are no telm to be found mm-hmm. those deserters have to kill to survive out here didn't you say there was probably going to be a high storm tonight yes tsvlakov to says reluctantly 2 hours after sunset if the list i bought is correct I don't know how bandits normally weather the storm, Shallan says, but they're obviously committed to chasing us down. I'd bet they plan to use the wagons as shelter after killing us. They're not going to let us go. Yeah. Perhaps. Yes, perhaps. But Brightness, if we see that second column of smoke ahead, so might the deserters. Yeah, says Tag. We could cut east. The killers might go after the group ahead.
0: Hmm.
1: We let them attack someone else instead of us, so she folds her arms at this... She's not interested in sacrificing someone no. else. No, but... I find that it's interesting actually about a, her.
0: It's a pretty good tactic, though.
1: It is, but when you hear the logic coming up here, it's yeah, not I, because... I, for sure, because I Because just... they're the smaller... So the larger fire would indicate that if it is another caravan, it's a larger one. Right. You might as well go after the the, uh, right. the smaller kill. I mean, even, even the wolf in the Arctic goes after the mice, right?
3: Right, right. So... Yeah, Um, Shallan doesn't like this idea.
1: (laughs) No, Shallan does not like this. What else would you expect us to do, brightness, to Tavlakov says? We're small Kremlings, you see. Our only choice is to keep away from larger creatures and for them to hunt one another. They won't hunt prey their own size, Shallan thought. They left the army. They ran away. They're cowards. I always think back to what what you mentioned earlier about how that could have been bridge four.
3: Right. That is
1: such a cool way to...
0: To like think about seeing deserters.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's just, to see things differently.
0: That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. If this was, uh, if this was the, uh, um, the multiverse, there'd be a version of, (laughs) of the series where they'd be on the Frostlands, running into. I'm excited
1: for this multiverse thing. That's another total topic of conversation, but I'm, I don't I'm I'm intrigued.
0: I'm I'm into it too. Yeah.
1: So she says, cowards, um, she thought again, were just men disillusioned. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter; those rocks would crush Shalon and the others if given the chance. Cutting eastward wouldn't work. She thinks the deserters would take us. They would—they're going to take the easy kill. Shalon says, "We make for the second column of smoke." And then Tavlakev is about to tell her, "You don't get to." Any- <laughs> and Tavlokov yeah. says, "You won't get to the shattered plains as quickly because she—she looks She stares him down, It's so great. Yeah, you won't," <laughs> she says. You. Uh, or so he says, you won't get to to the Shattered Plains as quickly, Brightness, if we get tied up with a larger caravan. You see, it could be bad. I will deal with that if the problem arises, tradesman Tvlakhev. Those ahead will keep moving, Tvlakhev warned. We may arrive at that camp and find them gone. In which case, they will either be moving toward the Shattered Plains or coming this way, along the corridor toward the port cities. We will intersect with them eventually, one way or another. Tvlakhev sighs. and I've got to, i got to go down just to this one other line because yeah, she says, Shalon sat down after this, feeling a thrill.
0: Mm-hmm. A small T though.
1: Small T, I know, but still. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like, what do you think about this? Pl- first off, I want to say I have an alternate mm-hmm. title in this little chunk. Oh, My dear. alternate title is Small Kremlings. Small we are kremlings. small cre- Kremlings, you see. And I like that where in this tiny little chess game that's happening here, there are now three caravans. Right. Um, everyone's blind to each other. No one knows each other's strength. And uh, Tavlakov is saying that we are small Kremlings. However, I like this because Tavlakov does not know who Shalon is. So if, she no. did, if he did he might not refer to them as small Kremlings. Small right? Kremlings, yeah. Yeah, so I really like that. I really, really, really think it's really <laughs> awesome. But um, what do you think about this plan? Head for the big column of smoke. Maybe we join forces. It if makes not, the
1: sense. Right. I mean, because the, the deserters behind them, they definitely are coming. Mm-hmm. And going for the smaller game, that's the better logic for sure. Right. So heading to the larger signal, not knowing what it is, really is the only play that actually makes sense.
0: There, there is a couple of things here, right? It could be a large caravan. It could be a smaller caravan making a large fire to disguise right. how big they, how, how small they are. There's a lot of things to kind of think about right now. And it's really, really interesting. It's really I cool. I think her
1: call, I think she made the best call. I think, I think so too. I think, I think given the information, she's made the best choice.
0: Right. It's, yeah. um, it's very risky though. It's incredibly risky. Cause they don't, they, like I said, they're blind. They have no idea. The, the people, the column of smoke, the deserters back behind them Mm -hmm. could actually be easier to deal with than the people with the big smoke in front of them. Right. Right. So there's no way of knowing right now. It could be a bigger
1: threat. I mean, it's a roll of the dice, but I think that given, given the, uh, given the info, it's, it makes the most sense.
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree. And I think this is the right way to do it.
1: Okay. So, well, they get underway and they're actually heading toward this uh, this area. It's going to take a few more hours of travel at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes right back to sketching, which I think is great. It says here, she turned idle sketches um, and she let the pencil go where it willed. She drew mm-hmm. sky dancing in the air. She drew the docks of Karbranth. She, she did a sketch of Yalb. So she's thinking about Yalb.
0: She's trying to go through all the things that she's lost and redo right. them. Right.
1: Right. The pencil moved in a depiction of an elegant woman in a stately gown. I like this a lot. Loose but sleek, below the waist, tight across the chest and stomach. A bold, poised woman, in control. Shallan added her own face to the elegant woman's head. Mm -hmm. She hesitated, pencil hovering above the image. That wasn't her, was it? Could it be? She flipped onto the next page and started another drawing. A ball gown, a woman at court. Surrounded by the elite of Althkar, as she imagined them, tall, strong. The woman belonged among them. Shalon added her face to the figure. So mm-hmm. this was cool when I was reading this because I kind of anticipated it. As soon as the words were, were talking about um, a bold, poised woman, I thought she was going to draw herself. Right. So I thought that was really, really cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm wondering if she's actually, you know prognosticating or like, glancing into the future and seeing something or if she's just starting to gain some confidence if it's all subconscious you know i, I don't know
0: it's like um it's sort of kind of she's like projecting. what she did with bluth earlier mm. right she's seeing herself in a different form a different way right and this is helping her realize and you're right it's probably giving her some confidence it's helping her realize uh-huh. how she wants to be
1: mm-hmm uh-huh. So, the last one that she drew uh, that she drew was a sketch of her standing at the edge of the shattered plains as she had imagined them, mm-hmm. looking eastward toward the secrets that Yasna had sought. Shalon flipped a page and drew again a picture of Yasna on the ship, seated at her desk, papers and books sprawled around her. It wasn't the setting that mattered but the face that worried that worried, terrified face, exhausted mm-hmm. and pushed to her limits.
0: Yeah, she says uh Shalon got this one right. The first yeah. drawing since the disaster that captured perfectly what she'd seen. And I love this these two words, Yasna's burden. That Remember was how... my
1: alternate title.
0: I was going to say that's my that other That was my alternate, alternate title. title. Yeah, Yasna's yeah. burden was mine, yeah right so it's great I um we remember how important she mentioned it in the last chapter that Shalon uh, that we read about Shalon and how remembering the weight of everything on Yasna on her face when no one was looking no one was seeing right. her really made Shalon realize how incredibly important all this is you know right this isn't just a game right, this isn't just for this, scholarship this is for serious Because it for this, keeps
1: this is for it's for reals it's if for reals uh, yeah if if uh if Yasna can be broken or worried or hurt or injured or fractured or, you know, weakened in some way, this, you know, amazing woman that she's come to know and that many people have come to respect and how she carries herself and, and, and orders people around and gets people to do whatever they want or whatever she wants. If she can be in that state, yeah, it's for reals. Right. So, I don't know. Great alternate title, I think, yeah, as well. It's but, great. I, but, but yours is cool, the Kremlings. The, uh, the Small Kremlings. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like that. Too. I like it too, yeah. Shalon says, stop the wagon. Why? The smoke column is growing thicker. The group ahead had stopped and built a sizable fire. Shallan says, I'm going to get in the back. I need to look something up. You can continue when I'm settled, but please stop and call me once we're near to the group ahead. She unwraps her feet, applies some new knob weed. They were scabbed, but they are improving. And then she sees Pattern. She says, Pattern? He's vibrating somewhere nearby. Mm -hmm. My feet are healing. Did you do this? I love this. He says, I know almost nothing of why people break. I know less of why they unbreak. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I love his
0: language. I just love the way he talks.
1: He's like the Cheshire Cat. Yeah, Um, yeah. Your kind don't get wounded, she asks. We break. We just do it differently than men do. And we do not unbreak without aid. I do not know why you unbreak. Why? It's a natural function of our body, she says. Living things repair themselves automatically. She held out one of her spheres close, searching for signs of the little red rotspren. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she was quick to apply the sap and chase them off. Pattern says I would like to know why things work. Shallan says well, so would many of us. She grimaced at the wagon after it hit a large rock. I made myself glow last night by the fire with Zivolakev. Yes, Pattern says. Do you know why? Lies. Lies. My dress changed, Shallan says. I never I swear the cuffs and rips were gone last night. They've they've returned now, though. Prestidigitation.
0: Prestid- no, illusion.
1: Or illusion, yeah. Right. Mmm, yes. Pattern says, I have to be able to control this thing we can do. Yasna called it light weaving. She implied it was far safer to practice than soul casting. The book? He asks. Shalon frowns. The book Yasna had given her, the words of radiance, had been swallowed. By the ocean, ah, uh, that's what was so important to go down to get. What was? Well, the book, the the words of Radiance.
0: Words? You think? Oh, you think it's the just the, the one book?
1: Well, unless there's unless there's more than one.
0: I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that was in that chest, right? Right. But yeah, yeah that's the words true. of Radiance was in there too.
1: Um, it seemed a greater loss than the uh, than the other one Yasna had given her. The book of endless pages which had strangely been blank she didn't understand the full significance of that yet yeah, yeah i really I, like I, some I, more I, on that i really I, i'm yeah, very curious I, about the book of endless pages that's a really cool i like this cool.
0: i like being reminded about it
1: Hmm. i never got a chance to actually read that book Shalon said we'll need to see if we can find another copy once we reach the shattered plains Shallan held out one of her spheres before herself. It was growing dim and needed to be reinfused. What would happen if the high storm came and they hadn't caught up to the group ahead? Would the deserters push through the storm itself to reach them, and potentially the safety of their wagons? The night's radiant formed a bond with Spren. Shallan said. It was a symbiotic relationship, like a little kremlin who lives in the shale bark. The Kremling cleans off the lichen, getting food, but also keeping the shale bark clean. And <laughs> Pattern says, am I the shale bark or the Kremling? Either, Shalon says. The surges, the forces that run the world, are more pliable to spren. Or while since spren are pieces of those surges, maybe it's that the spren are better at influencing one another.
2: Mm-hmm. Our
1: bond gives me the ability to manipulate one of the surges. In this case, light, the power of illumination lies and truths pattern says i thought that was cool yeah. um Shalon grips the sphere in her fist the light shining through her skin making her hand glow red so how do i make it work perhaps eat it eat it <laughs> i
0: love dude this I is so funny
1: i didn't need to eat it before to get my <laughs> to get the storm light might work though try i doubt i could swallow an entire sphere Shalon says even if i wanted to which i definitely i distinctly do not Mm Pattern says, this is not one of the, the humans, is sorry, this is not one of the things humans like to eat then? Storms, no. Haven't you been paying attention? I have. <laughs> but it is difficult to tell. You consume some things and turn them into other things. Very curious things that you hide. They have value. But you leave them. Why?
0: So, <laughs> Pattern's talking about poop here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's literally this is the most poetic I know. way to describe poop ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you I consume
0: know. things, you turn them into other things, very very curious things that you hide. They have value. Value. But you leave them. Why? I know. Why would you why would you leave your poop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we've it's reached so a awesome. point in the podcast where we start dealing with the um with the caca.
0: The, the dung sprin,
1: <laughs> With the dung sprin. So, and I like how immediately after he so eloquently puts it, she's like, uh, yeah. we are done with this conversation. <laughs> 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 we are done with this conversation, she yeah. says. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. Um,
0: like completely but, just shuts it down.
1: But there was something about what he had said. It felt right. She hadn't eaten any spheres before, but she had somehow consumed the light, like drinking it. She breathed it in, right? And then she sucked in a large, sorry, a sharp breath. It worked. The light left the sphere quick as a heartbeat. A bright line streaming into her chest. From there it spread, filling her. The unusual sensation made her feel anxious, alert, and ready. Eager to be about something. Her muscles tensed. Mm
2: -hmm. It worked,
1: she said. Light weaving. She needed to create something she decided to go with what she had done before, improving the look of her dress. Again, nothing happened. Well, that was distinctly unimpressive, she says. (laughs) Maybe I should practice soul casting instead. Pattern says dangerous. But he keeps saying that about about soul casting. Why do you think? Well, Well, actually, you you probably don't Because
0: going, uh, Yasna said, going to Shadesmar... Mm. Uh, soul casting has to do with this link between this world and Shadesmar yeah, and Yasna dangerous. said it's dangerous because we don't know anything about Shadesmar it's dangerous right, there right it's a completely different like realm right so like don't fuck with that um one of the things I love here is that legit Shalon has learned how to properly yep. use Stormlight like not use it but like actually breathe it in yeah, way take it in. faster than Kaladin did. Kaladin took him almost all book to figure it out. And he was like <laughs> under so much duress. Uh, right. Duress, uh, uh, also amazing song by a band called Swerve Driver. Look it up. Um, but he, um, it took him almost all last book to to figure it out. And she figured it out in the first like 200 pages, 250 pages.
1: She's a baristatelian. She's a quick learner. She's a natural. She's a natural. Yeah. You got it, kid. So she says, so Yasna has told me that it's dangerous, but I don't have her to teach me anymore. And so far as I know, that's the only, she was the only one who could have done so. Mm-hmm. So it's either I practice on my own or I never learned to use the ability. The wound was noticeably smaller now, she notices after ingesting the, um, the stormlight. And she immediately gets this too, as, whereas Kaladin did not. Yeah. He didn't yeah, understand she's... the healing as well. And no, she, she, goes, d- she goes, the stormlight is healing me. Right. It makes you unbreak? Yes, Stormfather, I'm doing things almost by accident. Can something be almost by a- an accident? This phrase, I do not know what it means, Pattern says. Well, I, I think it's mostly a figure of speech, Shalon says. And by that I mean something we say to convey an idea or a feeling, but not a literal fact. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, Shalon? Shalon asks after he buzzes. When you buzz like that, what, what are you feeling? <laughs> mm, excited. Yes, it has been so long since anyone has learned of you and your kind. That's interesting. This is an
0: amazing part here. This is amazing.
1: <sighs> Shallan squeezed some more sap onto her toes. You came to learn. Wait, you're a scholar? Of course. Mm, why else would I come? I will learn so much before. He stopped abruptly. Pattern? She asks, before what? A figure of speech. He had said it perfectly flat, absent of tone. She says, you're lying. Glancing I, a pattern on the can wall. Can I just
0: point something out here for a second? Yeah, this is um, cool. Uh, um, he's about to say something. He doesn't. Right. And like most times... Either Syl doesn't say something, Cal doesn't say something. There's a where's right. Dunny moment that happens here, right? Yeah. But it doesn't happen. She actually gets him to say it. Yeah. Right? She's like, uh, uh a fi- he's, you're lying. He's using- yeah. He- he's like a figure of speech. Cause she said that earlier. Right. Yeah. And she says, you're lying. So she actually gets it out of him.
1: And he says, yes, you're a terrible liar. Yes. Yes. He says again, I love yeah.
0: that. Yeah,
1: But you love lies. So fascinating, he says. You are all so fascinating. Tell me what you were going to say, Shalon ordered, before you stopped yourself. I'll know if you lie.
0: But that's mm. a Yasna line right there. Yeah. I'll know if you lie. I'll
1: know if you lie, yeah. Hmm, you sound like her, more and more like her.
0: There it is.
1: I know, I love it. She says, tell me. He buzzes with an annoying, with an annoyed sound, quick and high-pitched. I will learn what I can of you before you kill me. You, you think I'm going to kill you? It happened to the others. Pattern says, "It will happen to me." It's, it's a pattern. This has to do with the night's radiant. Shalon says, raising her hands to start braiding her hair. She's thinking, "I need a bath and soap and a dozen other things." Mm-hmm. Yes, Pattern says, the knights killed their Spren. But how? Why? Their oaths. It's all I know. My kind. Those who were unbonded. We retreated, and many kept our minds. Even still, it is hard to think apart from my kind unless. unless we have a person. So that's what you get out of it, Shalan says? Symbiosis? I get access to surge binding, you get thought? Sapience, Pattern says. Thought, life. These are of humans. We are ideas. Ideas that wish to live.
0: Ideas that wish that, to live.
1: Isn't that so great?
0: Uh, it's so awesome.
1: It's so awesome. Shalan continues to work on her hair. I'm not going to kill you, she says. I won't do it. I don't suppose the others intended to either, he said, but it is of no matter. It's an important matter, Shalon says. I won't do it. I'm not one of the Knights Radiant. Yasna made that clear. A man who can use a sword isn't necessarily a soldier. Just because I can do what I can do doesn't make me one of them. You spoke oaths, and she freezes. Life before death. The words drifted toward her from the shadows of her past. A past she would not think of. Dude, I want to know so bad. <laughs> I know you when do. I reading, I know you when do. I was getting to the end of this chapter, I'm like, oh, I can really just I know. find out. I just want to know.
0: So he's, he's saying to her that she already spoke oaths and she then she's remembering a yeah. life before death.
1: Right. The words drifted from her in the shadows of her past. You live lies, Pattern says. It gives you strength, but the truth. Without speaking truths, you will not be able to grow, Shalon. I know this somehow.
0: Can I uh, can I quickly stop here and yep. uh, bring it back yep. to something that uh, Syl says? Either mm-hmm. she thinks she says it in the next part, right? In the next chapter, when mm-hmm. she's like, um, he says something like, uh, um, "like you know the words, the other words." There's other ideals. He's like, I remember, you know, life before death, and he also remembers. And this mm-hmm. is earlier in the book, but he says he remembers, like, you know, he remembers the first oath, which is life before death. And the second one is, you know, you protect the, those that cannot protect themselves. And then she, he's like, you know, the other ones. And she's like, yeah, I do. But you don't know them yet. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you tell me? He's like, because you, you need to find them yourself. And he's like, well, what if I don't? Then if you don't know them, if you don't get to figure them out, then you don't get to progress. And he's saying the same thing here to her. He's right. saying without speaking truths, you will not be able to grow Shalon." Right. That's really awesome,
1: dude. Without knowing. Without right? knowing,
0: just instinctively, right? No one can right. tell you. You just have to know. Uh, so I, so and she, I like how he says, I know this somehow. Like Sill's done yeah, before. Yeah, I
1: know this somehow, yeah. She finishes with her hair, and uh, she tucks in the spheres and her safe power. She was thinking of using them to heal her feet a little more, but she decides not to. She's going to save them. She redoes the bandages, and then she yells, Stop the wagon, Bluth. Mm-hmm. This time, she didn't have to repeat herself. She rounded the wagon and, taking her seat beside Bluth, immediately noticed the smoke column ahead. It had grown darker and larger, roiling violently. That's no cook fire, Shallan says. Aye, Bluth says, with an, his, his his expression dark. Something big is burning. Probably wagons. He glanced at her. Whoever is up there, it doesn't look like things went well for them.
0: Well, dun, well, dun, well! Dun. Their gamble has gotten even riskier. So that
1: that we uh, that took us some time to get through that chapter, but yeah, that's that's cool. It's a great ending for that chapter.
0: It's a good chapter.
1: Um, highlight. What do you think?
0: Well, um, can can we just uh, um um sit around with this revelation at the end here a little bit. Um, mm. This whole idea of symbiosis between the spren and the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the person, the light weaver. The yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's all really, really interesting. It's all kind of new stuff.
1: Ideas. Yeah. Wanting to live. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. You know, she, he
0: says sapience, like he wants, like they want to have life as the humans know it. And right. it's just so cool, man. Yeah. It's such an awesome, awesome thing. Um, all right. So, okay. So what's, what's your highlight then?
1: I think my highlight has to be, um, you know, I, I think I'm going to pick that uh, in this case, it's that he's a scholar. He's there yeah. to learn.
0: Yeah. it's pretty cool.
1: Like, I think that's, I think that's my, that's my highlight is learn, is learning that. I mean, there's, I really like at the end here learning that she's spoken an oath mm-hmm. and then it just goes right into life before death. I thought that was great. Yeah. It's a it's great really cool. ending. And I love throughout uh, this whole still thing, I, I love the, I love the idea of, of, of the smoke because it's kind of like, which one, which one do you, you want to go towards? Right. The one yeah. that you know, or the one that you don't know right right
0: and taking a chance
1: the lesser of two evils or mm-hmm. evil evil or there's so much uproading. to like
0: there's so much to like in this chapter it really is what, a, what about you and, um, and of course
1: in the beginning with Nas and the coat I mean if you count that part of the chapter maybe that's yeah, separate yeah it is
0: part of it for sure we covered it during the, for the chapter so yeah. for sure um there's, a, there's so many things to talk about, but I, just quickly, I, I love mm. um, Shalon being able to intentionally draw Stormlight way <laughs> ahead of uh, Galadin. Uh, yeah, it's getting just so great. it so quickly. yeah, it's so that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's her willingness to learn, whereas he was he had an aversion to... To, to, to learn i think um her mm. conversation with pattern here at the end is just amazing it's so great mm. i think that yeah. if i'm going to pick a little bit of a highlight i really love how she says oh it's a figure of speech and then later on he tries to use the same yeah it's a figure of speech but he's he just totally it using it. it wrong like he's completely yeah. you know why else would i come i will learn so much before and then she's like what, is it, what is it, before what oh it's a figure of speech yeah. Like he's not, he's not even using it properly. He's trying to like pass it off as yeah. a, like uh you know, like, oh, you don't need to know more. It's a, it's a figure of speech, whatever. Like, I think well, it's really fig- funny.
1: To him, perhaps uh, a figure of speech is that which is said, which doesn't convey.
0: Maybe. I, I do love here though, that, um, that he, tr- he tries to wears Dunny it, <laughs> but she just pushes on and gets the information. And where's I love this. Dunny? I love it a lot. R.I.P. Dunny. Chapter 18, bruises. Mm-hmm.
1: What did you, what did bruises. you think about this chapter,
0: dude? We're well, at the sparring
1: grounds. Well, well, I, uh, <laughs> I liked it a lot.
0: What did um, you think about this growing, um, this growing thing between Kaladin and Adeline?
1: Okay. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not super pleased with that, but you know what? I think what I like most about this chapter is that Kaladin gets it handed to him.
0: I think, I, yeah, I was going to say, And that, s- yeah. I, I
1: kind of, I mean, at, at first I'm like, you know, you know, Kaladin's the guy that, you know, he went back with Sadius Betrayal and he stormed through and he took bridge four and he's just, he's this, He's like a God. He's yeah. like a, or a He's demigod. He's blessed.
0: He, he fights like blast. the storm. He's got this
1: name. He's yeah. a legend. He survived the high storm. Right. Like this is, right. Right. this is the guy. He's absorbing stormland. He leaps off the, right. you know, leaps yeah. in, into the, like when the fight at the yeah. end of Way of Kings, you know, but, but here it's humbling. And I really like having the swordmaster.
0: Yeah. Zael, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, and I love that his eyes are old. Like, I really, I think that's a clue to who he is. Like, um, I don't know, just that maybe he's, you know, uh, um, older than what he might be, or maybe he's living, had, had, have lived other lives or something like this. Um, he, he just seems like the wizened, you know, like he, he already knows. Like yeah, Kaladin. He, yeah,
0: he can kind of sum up. Yeah, he looks at Kaladin and knows exactly the kind of guy he is and I've yeah. seen, I've seen twerps like you before type thing and. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
1: So him, him getting it handed to him and like, I mean, Ad, I mean, Adlin, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it but he just, Tosses him like a rag doll. Yeah. Now let's and, be. And, and he could. Well,
0: let's. I want to be play devil's ad a, 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 a tiny little bit here because Adeline is using strength and armor, know, right?
1: So I know, but but therein lies the threat. I mean, right. Kaladin knows when you go up against a shard bear, you know what to expect. Right. Right. Yeah. But he went up and against shard bears that were
0: not the, Adeline Colin. Correct. We we uh, you know, we talk about Stormblessed and this and that about Kaladin, but we it's yeah. been told to us many times that mm-hmm. Adeline Colin could be one of the great swordsmen of all time. Well, he's, right? Well, he's, he's one the, of the best the duelists best. of all Of all time. Even the King Mm -hmm. Elikar says he could be champion if he just wanted to, you know? Yeah. Uh, This is really great. I love this. I absolutely love this clash. It really teaches us a little bit about both characters, and I really love it.
1: So it starts off with that quote I was telling you from this, um, the song of listing here. Mm -hmm. 69 stanza. Scholar form shown for patience and thought. Beware its ambitions innate. Though study and diligence bring the reward, loss of innocence may be one's fate. Mm -hmm. You lose yourself along the way, and that's why I was thinking with this whole thing with the uh, parchment—it could be a, you know, I don't know, an unfortunate, almost like propaganda. You know, yeah, like a a a falsity that gets started, and or a conspiracy. You know, it's just. We have to remember that these
0: that this song of listing is mm, a way for the uh, for the listeners to have kept their traditions intact right. without really knowing how to do any of it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Right. But it seems as though that there's you know, there's wisdom in their songs that they're they're speaking about truths that are, you know, echoing out into other aspects of Roshar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. And and so it speaks to other things that are happening, which is how I'm interpreting
0: uh, it. Brandon, Mr. Sanderson would not write something like this. Mr. Mr. Sanderson. Mr. Um,
1: Sanderson.
0: Yes, give me a dream. No, um, he... Um, he would not write th- things, uh, something like this, that only had one facet, right? He writes right, it so right. that it can, yeah. it can be used to describe um, any character that's going on right now, right? Especially because mm-hmm. we have Shalon, we just read, who's going through scholar right. scholarship and a loss of innocence. And yeah, right. so it's, it's really cool.
1: Well, the new the new guys are really coming along, eh, Gancho? <laughs> <laughs> Lopen says. This is how we start off. Yeah. Hey! Hey, guys. It's, it's uh, Lopen. Hey, Gancho.
0: Wow, that's a really good um, Lopen voice.
1: It only took them a few days, but it took us weeks. Um, It took the rest of the men weeks, but not you, Kaladin says. Um.
0: I do, I do like this, this metaphor here because it says it took the rest of the men weeks, but not you, but it took him months to learn how to breathe in stormlight and it took Shallan a a few days. So I just, I like this, I like it a
1: lot. Uh, He was still in the light eyes practice grounds. He's still observing Adolin and Renarin who are receiving their, uh, Renarin's receiving his first instructions from Zael, the swordmaster. Right. And then uh, Calvin says, you had a good attitude from the first day we found you Lopin. Well, life was pretty good, you know, pretty good. You'd just been assigned to carry siege bridges until you died on the plateaus. He goes, eh, eh. you have, you have bad <laughs> days. You have good days. Even, evens, evens out, eventually. out eventually. I like how he says, eh. Yeah. I like to think maybe Lopin's Canadian. Yeah. This might be. Eh. He goes, eh. Yeah. hey, Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh.
0: You're a strange man, Lopin, <laughs> Kaladin says. Yeah, you're, you're a
1: strange man. And then he Lopen. he looks at the food
0: he's like, What is this? And he's like, What is this? Chuta. Chuta. And then ch- Kaladin's and like, ch- Chowder?
1: Chowder. And he's like, Chauta. <laughs> it's her Daisian food gone. Good stuff. You can have a bite if you want. It seemed to be chunks of undefinable meat slathered in some dark liquid, all wrapped in overly thick bread. Disgusting, Kaladin says.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love this here. He's like, um, uh, Lopin's like, you're lost. And then he's like, no, you shouldn't be walking yeah, around eating lo- like that. And he's like, nah, it's convenient. See, it's all wrapped up good. You yeah, can walk yeah. about, get stuff done, and eat at the same eat time. Eat at the same
1: time. <laughs> yeah, but slovenly, Kaladin's like, it's like a, the shell. It's like
0: a donair, or like a shawarma, or something, I think.
1: <laughs> so, so Lopin digs out this shell that has Sigzil's report. So I thought maybe this would have been more information from Sigzil regarding Kaladin's powers, but it's right. not. It's a tally of how many troops they had, how much food Rock mm, thought that mm. they needed, and Tef's assessment of how many uh, of the former Bridgmen were fit for training. And that list number was pretty high. Mm-hmm. If Bridgemen lived, they got strong carrying bridges. Great for training soldiers. Oh yeah. Which is what, which is what Kaladin knew, which is why he wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. On the reverse side of the shell, Sigzil had outlined a path for Kaladin to take was, uh, for, for patrol. And, uh, Teft thought it'd be a good idea for Kaladin to go himself as it would let the new men spend time with him. I like that, that, that Teft is thinking like these new recruits, they need to spend time with this legend. Right right yeah, that's, it's, I, it's I important I think that's really cool yeah
0: because they're probably talking to him or talking about mm-hmm. him like we just said mm-hmm. Stormblast he survived the high storm and right? all this stuff right. but it's important for them to see that he's he is a man he's just a man
1: right just he's like just them story. they're he's just real. men
0: too do you know what I mean right. like yeah I I, right. I I like that a lot I want to point something out here it's important to yep. remember that um, um, Sigzil can write mm-hmm. and yes, he can, that's why which... he's the scribe of the group so he's not right. just bringing, he's not going to just have reports about Stormlight stuff. He's going to have about everything because Sigil has to now take upon the job that Kaladin's wife would have. A captain right. that's high ranked would have a wife who would be the one who'd do all the scribing, right? Because he can't right. write. Right.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's totally cool that, that he has that ability. Yeah. Um, Lopin says that, there, that there's a high storm tonight. Sig says it's going to come two hours after sunset. He thought you'd want to make preparations. He'd make extra certain that tonight that Dalinar and his family were being watched.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He says, thanks for the report. Send back and tell Sigzil his proposed route. It takes me too far from the war camps. Have him drop something, something else. Also, tell Teft I need a few more men to come here today and relieve Moash and Drehi. They've both been pulling too many hours lately. I'll guard Dalinar tonight myself. Suggested the High Prince it would be convenient if his entire family would be together for the High Storm. Mm-hmm. Lopin says, if the wind's will gone. That is something, isn't it? Kaladin followed Lopin's gaze. Adolin was um, doing his stances. This is great. Adolin, having left his brother with Zael, the Swordmaster, was now executing a training sequence with his Shardblade, gracefully spinning and twisting around the sands, sweeping his sword in broad flowing patterns. Hold on. More impressive than functional. You'd never do something like this in the battlefield, but still, Kaladin couldn't help but be impressed. But this is what I want to bring up. Okay, hold on. Before had we, du- sorry, before we okay, get to the ahead. fighting
0: stuff, I want to point out that...
1: No, no, this isn't fighting. This is an observation or, or, from Kaladin to... Uh, or, or Before we, get, of, to the, uh, like before we get away
0: from the reports, um, th- there's an important oh, okay. thing here to point out that uh, Kaladin is going to be going out, to the, uh, out of the war camp soon on patrol. Right. Right. And right. Lopin mentions there's going to be a high storm soon. Right. And we found out that Tavlakov's lists that he got of high storms says they are going to be a high storm soon too, in two right. days. And in two days. So these, yeah. this is the same high storm they're talking about. So it gives us a little bit of an idea of where they are um, in timeline wise. The yeah, events. It gives right. us an idea mm-hmm. that the, right now the chapter that Shallan just, we just read for Shallan and this chapter is pretty much happening at the same time, whereas that's not Mm -hmm. always the case, right? So, but this is a really good indication of that. So I just wanted to make sure we pointed that out.
1: No, no, that's, no, that's totally cool. Um, so Kaladin's watching, um, and again, is impressed, but it says here, I love it. Even knowing that Kaladin had to shake off a feeling of awe. Right. Shardbearers and Plate took, um, Shardbearers and Plate looked inhuman when they fought more like heralds than men. So what I'm taking from that is he doesn't want to see what he sees. So Mm -hmm. he is tempted to look at this impressive display. He's tempted to look at it as, whoa, that's, that's a herald. Mm -hmm. That's, that's something other than a man.
0: Right. Like we were just talking about how.
1: Right. Yeah. The men, like how you can, you know, admonish or, or, um, you know, worship or revere right. something and, mm-hmm. and make it into something more than what it is, right. you know, but he doesn't want it he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to see what he, what he sees. He's, he's resisting that.
0: For sure. For sure. And I, really, seen, I really like that. We, we've seen on the battlefield how this is also another weapon in a Shardbearer's tool belt. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. thing where people see them and see them as this godly being that is, completely right. not against us remember on the battlefield right. when uh, uh, uh kaladin was with amram's army and he lost his, almost his whole squad because they hesitated because they looked up at the shard bear and were like oh my god this yeah. guy's awesome awe. and even kaladin froze for a second and he yeah. said that cost many lives that freezing that moment where they stopped and didn't react to this threat right. it cost many lives so yeah right. It's, it's really, really cool. It's it's an unspoken weapon that a shardbearer has. Mm hmm.
1: Um, I've seen him summon this weapon before, Kaladin says. Yeah, Gancho on the battlefield when he saved his sorry ass from Sadius. <laughs> <laughs> Catalan says, No, no, before that, he saved someone who was being bullied, referring to the incident with the whore in Sadius's R- camp. Right. Huh, Lopin says. Well, it can't be too bad then, you know? I suppose. Anyway, off with you. Make uh, sure to send that replacement team. Lopin salutes and collects Shen and heads out. Um, Renarin is sitting. So he actually, so Kaladin actually goes over to where Renarin is with Zale. Yeah. Zale the Ardent with the ancient eyes. See, there it is again, that, that hint, ancient eyes. Yeah. Zale, I think, is something other than what he appears to be. Cool. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Cool. He's a turtle.
1: Um. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Turtle man. Well, maybe he trained. Maybe he trained the heralds or the or the knights.
0: Maybe trained he. The heralds. Maybe he. He's a turtle.
1: <laughs> maybe he's a turtle. He's training the ninja turtles. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love you this here. Learned. Yeah, I love this. You will. Ne- yeah. You. Yeah. He says you. You will need to relearn how to fight wearing the, that plate. It changes the way a man steps, grips, moves, and Renarins looks down at his feet. It's very odd to see a man wearing spectacles in the magnificent armor. I love this, that he's got spectacles on. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Harry Potter in the armor here. Yeah. I will not need to relearn how to fight, Master. I never learned in the first place. And Zale grunts, that's good. It means I don't have to break down any old or bad habits. Yes, Master. We'll start you off easily then, Zale says. There are some steps at the corner over there. Climb up onto the roof, on the dueling grounds, and then jump off. Renarn looks up sharply and says, jump? I'm old, son, Zale says. <laughs> repeating myself makes me eat the wrong flour. Eat what, Renarin says? It means I get angry, Zale snapped. You people don't have proper idioms for anything. Go. So that's probably my highlight. I'm going to announce it right now. Um, when, repeating when myself
0: makes me eat the wrong flour?
1: Yeah. Repeating myself makes me eat the wrong flower. I want a t-shirt of that so bad. It's like my favorite thing.
0: That's so awesome.
1: That's, that's my favorite thing.
0: I know. Uh, I I love it so much. Repeating
1: myself makes, makes me eat the wrong flower. I don't know, dude, I could just ruminate on that all day long. There's a hint here
0: too, because he says like, you're right. You know, there's something special about Zale and he says, um, you people don't have proper idioms for anything. Idioms. (laughs) So he's not (laughs) from here. You know, what right? I mean? like,
1: so this is this is a phrase that he says, right? And he expects, you know, someone's going to know, right. Or maybe connect with it, or but they don't. They don't understand and his so,
0: slang or whatever. Yeah,
1: right. So he's like, Oh, you don't, you guys don't have any proper idioms here." Yeah. go. You know, yeah. tells him to go. Yeah. Um, and then he takes off, but he says, "Your helmet, son!" Like it's, <laughs> he's got to <laughs> run back for his yeah. helmet. He scrambles back. Yeah. Go, and he slips along the way. He's awkward. I mean, this couldn't be more. Renarin is just so awkward and can't really do these things, but off he goes. Yeah. And Kaladin comes up and he kind of like snorts a little bit and Zale's like, oh, and you assume that you would do better your first time wearing shard plate bodyguard? I doubt I'd forget my helmet, Kaladin says. If Dalinar Colon intends to force the other high princes into line, I think he's going to need better shard bears than this. You should have picked someone else for that plate. Like, like you, Zale says. Yeah. Storms, no, Kaladin says. I always love it when Kaladin ref- uh, refutes the opportunity to elevate or, um, yeah, I, I love it. But he's he's I'm a, doing I'm the opposite deal. right now
0: to Renarin, though, because he's kind of debasing Renarin a little bit. Like, he's like, you know.
1: Well, he's, no, he's he's calling out, he's calling a spade a spade.
0: Right, but, I mean,
1: he... He's saying, he's saying look, you know, the kid, he's awkward, he's always been, he should have already been trained by now, but he hasn't because he doesn't show... The right disposition for this, for this form.
0: Right. I, I, right. I think that he needs to stop being mean to my sweet boy. That's all.
1: That is all. Dear <laughs> sweet Renarin. My sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he says storms no. He's says I, I'm a soldier Zale. I want nothing to do with the shards. The boy is likable enough, but I wouldn't trust men to his command, let alone armor that could keep a much better soldier alive on the field. And that's it. He'll surprise you," Zale says. "I gave him the whole. I'm your master, and you do as I say." Talk, and he actually listened. Every soldier hears that in their first day," Callan says. Sometimes they listen. That the boy did is hardly noteworthy. If you knew how many spoiled ten-year-old light eyes have come through here, Zale says, you'd think it worth noting. I thought a nineteen-year—I I thought a nineteen-year-old like him would be insufferable. And don't call him a boy, boy.
0: He yeah, calls him a, a boy. Uh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
1: That's another one of my little highlights. And don't call him a boy, boy. He's probably close to your own age. And is the son of the most powerful human on this. He cuts off. As uh, Scraping from atop the building. And now er, there's, there's, there's Renar and Colin charging and throwing himself off. So yeah. this, I thought this was pretty impressive. He jumps off, leaps off, boots grinding against the stone uh, coping of the roof. He flounders like a dying sky eel and crashes into the sand. Zaya looks toward Kaladin, raising an eyebrow. What? Kaladin asked. Enthusiasm, obedience, no fear of looking foolish. I can teach him how to fight, but those qualities are innate. This lad is going to do just fine.
0: I love it, man.
1: I really like that a lot because he he is right. Like, Renarin, you just told him to go do something. Jump off a
0: high point.
1: And yeah. land. So now that you're in this, now that you're in this armor, why don't you climb up really high <laughs> jump, take off. a running jump and <laughs> just crash into the ground.
0: Right. Sure.
1: Most of us would go, um, how about no. Yeah. How about how you teach
0: about me I how to use the that? sword yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I wanna just, um, I want to just, I just want to revisit one line here. He's probably, yeah, probably close to your own age and is the yeah. son of the most powerful human on this. Right. So, on
1: yeah. this plane on this it's up in this to, realm it's up to
0: it's up to you to figure out I just uh, waved I my say. hands up in the air for everyone you, listening you you didn't see that
1: you, huh? <laughs> yeah. you must you must pick up the clues yeah I don't know I don't I haven't figured it out yet yeah that's I, fine I, don't, I, I fully admit I do not know what's going on yes
0: yeah, so he tells Renarin to go fall it. again but this time he wants yeah, him to fall he head first yeah,
1: yeah Calvin says <laughs> assuming he doesn't fall on anyone yeah and then Zael says, go up and do it again. This time, fall head first. And you he want just him to be confident in off. how plate yeah. protects him, Kaladin says. Part of using plate is knowing its limits, Zale says, turning back to Kaladin. Plus, I just want him moving in it. Either way, he's listening, and that's good. Teaching him is going to be a real pleasure. You, on the other hand, are another story. Kaladin <laughs> raises his hand and says, thanks, but no. You turned down an offer to train with a full weapons master, Zael says. I can count on one hand the number of dark eyes I've seen given that chance. So that's also kind of interesting. I can count on one hand the number of dark eyes I've seen given that chance. Right. Meaning that he's he's had dark eyes offered that before? No, that really? he's
0: that, that he's only ever seen a very few amount of dark eyes given the chance to train with a sword like with a weapons master. It's, right. It's a, and, it's a huge and, and, honor and, and very likely an honor that only light eyes get. So very right. few dark eyes right. have ever very had few. a chance. Yeah.
1: Right. Yes. Well, I've already done the new recruit thing, says Kaladin. Yelled at by the sergeants, worked to the bone, march for hours on end. Really, I'm fine. This isn't the same at all, Zale says. And, uh, he's got, he's got a, he's got a, he's, he's got a sword. The man was carrying a shard blade with several guards over the sharp edges. Zale took the shard blade from the ardent, holding it up. Mm-hmm. And Calvin says, what's that on the blade? Nobody's sure. Zale says, swiping with the blade, fits to the edges of the blade. It will adapt to the shape of the weapon and make it safely blunt. Off the weapons, they break surprisingly easily. Unless in a fight on their own, perfect for training though.
0: It's really neat, Zale eh? It's, it's a, it a way to like neat. turn Zale. it into a practice. It's a way to turn a...
1: Into a practice s- weapon. In a
0: practice weapon, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Zale inspected the but nobody knows.
0: Yeah. It's That's it's cool. like uh it's like an artif- an old artifact that no one knows. An artifact. Yeah.
1: No one knows. Yeah. yeah. It's really neat. Zale inspected the shard blade for a moment and then pointed directly toward Kaladin. I thought, oh boy, here we go. And actually here we go. Yeah. It was a shard blade. This one had a slender sleek form with a large cross guard. The flat sides of the blade were etched with ten with the ten fundamental glyphs. And it was a hand span wide, right. easily six feet long. And yet Zale held it with one hand. Like monkey grip, eh? Yeah, monk, yeah
0: like monkey grip. Like my old, uh, um, my old monk uh, character, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah, monkey grip. Uh, Niter, Zale says, what? He was head of the Cobalt Guard before you. He was a good man and a friend. He died keeping the men of the colon house alive. And now you've got the same damnation job. You're going to have a tough time doing it half as well as he did. I don't see what that has to do with you waving a shard blade at me. Anyone who sends assassins after Dalinar or his sons is going to be powerful. They'll have access to shard bears and that's what you're up against, son. You're going to need far more training than a battlefield gives a spearman. Right. Have you ever fought a man holding one of these? Once or twice. I love that. (laughs) He's like once or twice. Yeah.
0: And it's been twice.
1: He says, don't lie to me. I'm not lying, Kaladin says, meeting his eyes. Ask Adeline what I pulled his father out of a few weeks back. Yeah. Zale lowers the sword. <laughs> Renarin dove face I like how they're having this conversation. And Renarin's <laughs> like oh! Renarin's <laughs> <in> <laughs> da- ah! <laughs> Like this master Like, ah! <laughs> like this Ah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just love that. It's perfect. Like it's totally it just feels like the um I don't know, it, it feels a bit like uh um like the last airbender for me
0: yeah a little like bit you're like totally a, like, right like,
1: like there's something serious going on yeah. and then the, there's like something comedic happening in the background yeah. it's it's amazing um <laughs> okay so what he says uh don't lie to me i'm not lying and renarin jumps off the roof uh his helm leaks star uh, is leaking stormlight well done prince renarin zarel says now do a few more jumps and see if you can land on your feet all right, then, Zale says. Let's see what you can do, kid. Convince me to leave you alone. And he's hes, he's pointing. He's got the shard blade on. He wants to engage with Kaladin. He yeah. wants this.
0: Well, it's, uh, he almost, Zale almost knew that mm-hmm. he's going to train Kaladin. He, like, he says, like, you know, it's going to be a pleasure mm-hmm. to train him. But you, on the other hand.
1: But you, on the other hand. Oh, yeah, right. He knows it in advance. It's like he yeah. knows. Well, this is what, see, this is what I mean. Like, I think that he's connected, I don't know the ancient dies thing. I don't
0: know. It's almost like he looks there's at Kaladin and goes, this guy needs that. training. Yeah, he's awesome, but he yeah. needs training. Which is great. Which is great. That's, I just want to give you a little bit Convince of a foreshadowing here. I love that. I'm going to Convince foreshadow to, to I'm going to foreshadow to the highlight at the end. My highlight is going to be about training. So we're going to have a little talk about that later. It's about training? About training. Yeah. That's my,
1: um, how would this work? If Zale hit a, hit a, Hit him. um, Would Callan pretend that they had cut through? So yeah, he's kind of working it through already, like yeah. imagining what trying a, to figure out a how duel this spar or practice yeah. would be. Yeah, like like how how this spar is 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 going to go. And Callan's thinking, you know what? Okay, I'm going to watch that shard blade. Mm-hmm. Stepping forward, trying to get inside the weapon's reach. In fighting a shard bear, everything became about the blade. The blade that nothing could stop. The blade that didn't just kill the body but severed the soul itself. The blade. And what did Zale do? He drops the blade. Yeah. It hits the ground. As Zale got inside Kaladin's reach, Kaladin had been too focused on the weapon. And though he tried to get his spear in position to strike, Zale twisted and hurried his fist into Kaladin's stomach. (laughs)
0: Classic
1: gun punch. punch. (laughs) The next punch to the face. Slammed Kaladin to the floor of the practice grounds. Kaladin immediately rolled, ignoring the pain Sprint. He found his feet, and he gets up and he says, Nice move, that. Yeah. Zale was already turning back to Kaladin. Blade recovered. So i thought that was awesome so Kaladin is going through this in his mind There's all this prep about the blade yeah, i gotta blade. think about the blade think about, about going the blade. up Ooh. right and then he and then he goes and and then the first thing that the swordmaster does is drop the blade yeah,
0: punches him in the stomach punches him across the face like super right. unarmed combat styles
1: it couldn't be more perfect <laughs> yeah it was just amazing i really like that a lot so he's um, like
0: cal's like he, this guy knows his way around a blade <laughs> He doesn't oh, yeah. fight like Adolin. He has fewer he, sweeps and blows. tired. Yeah. He's like more, he's he'll using tired. more I'm overhand chops. Uh, he's like, yeah. he's fighting quick and furious. And then he backs yeah. Kaladin around the side of the practice ground. So he's like going after him, but Kaladin keeps backing up, backing up. And that's when he says, but he'll get ca- tired if he keeps this up.
1: Yeah. I love this exchange, dude. Zale's like, <laughs> you'd be in trouble if I had played, Zale says. I'd be faster and I wouldn't tire. But you don't have plate. Yeah. And if and if someone comes for the king wearing it, then I'll use a different tactic.
0: I I love man. He uh, the just sale so grunts
1: great. As Renarin crashes again to the ground, stumbling, skidding <laughs> to the sand. Well, if this were a real assassination attempt, Sale says, I'd be using different tactics too. This is amazing. And he dashes. He dashes towards Renarin.
0: Yeah, the person he's supposed and to be I protecting thought, is right. is left unprotected.
1: Kaladin cursed and, t- and took off after sale. Immediately, the man reversed, skidding to a stop in the sand and spinning to swing at Kaladin with a powerful two-handed blow. The strike connected with Kaladin's spear, sending a sharp crack echoing across the practice grounds. Okay, so this is so, I don't know what the term is. I guess money? Do people say that? I don't think I do that's a thing. Anymore. I think they used to say um, that
0: in 1998.
1: 98, they say that's, that's money. Um, a watching Ardent tosses Kaladin half a spear. So the, so the spear splits. Right. Okay. And the Ardent standing by knows it's going to.
0: Right. So he tosses him tosses another one. tosses
1: him another. Much right? like Lopin was doing back in the fight. He was already anticipating. Like, so it, it didn't matter. Like yeah. if the Ardent had heard, if the Ardent had heard any word about Kaladin, any of the stories, any of his legend, it didn't matter. Against Zale, forget it. Right. Right, I, I just think that's fantastic. I
0: sort of wish it was Lopin that threw him another spear. Like Lopin was still around and threw him another spear. Because remember at the big fight at the end of the last book, he kept yeah. tossing him spears. It would have been kind of nice. But,
1: but it, yeah, but then, but that's but that's helping. Uh, that's helping Kaladin. The Ardent doing it is expecting Kaladin to fail.
0: Right. Oh, and 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 the point of and that's training, what I love most. The point about of it. training is to train, right? And so he yeah. he has a spear in his hand in order to be able to do that. Yeah. So I think it's great too.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool. He knew he was waiting for his spear to be cut. Yeah, that's what it says right in the text. Mm-hmm. I'd, I, that's 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 that might be one of my one of my highlights.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, actually, it is. In a real fight, the man says, "I might have chased down the prince by now." In a real fight, Kaladin says, "I might have stabbed you with a, with half a spear when you thought me disarmed. I wouldn't have made that mistake." Then we'll have to assume I wouldn't have made the mistake of letting you get to Renarin. And Zale grins. Yeah. I love this exchange. They're just it's, back and forth. It's so great. Neither of them is backing no,
0: down. No, it's so great.
1: Neither of them. Yeah. So Kaladin barrels forward and throws himself to his knees, skidding on the sands underneath Zale. So he's going for the attack now. And this right. is the same attack he did with the other bearer. Yeah, that's right. This is the exact same attack. And he's doing it again. That would get him close. And Zale kicked Kaladin in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he's going, he's sliding, he's sliding into home base and he gets kicked in the face. Yeah, Kaladin rammed his spear into Zael's leg. He says, you're dead, son, and you've got a spear through your leg. You aren't chasing down Renarin like that. I win.
0: I love that, Zale's, dude.
1: Zael's like, I know, you, you aren't chasing down Renarin. But uh, Zael says, but you're still dead. My job is to stop you from killing Renarin. With what I just did, he escapes. Doesn't matter what happens to the bodyguard. And what if the assassin has a friend? Adeline says. Yeah. When Adeline comes in. Yeah. And what if the assassin had a friend? It takes
0: away a little bit of Kaladin's thunder here because Cal makes a really good move. He sacrifices himself to to potentially save the prince, right? And then they
1: both think they're right.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, and it makes sense. The
1: Swordmaster is saying, "You're dead. You lost." Right and then Kaladin's like no I didn't I'm dead I win
0: right I'm dead because now you can't run and chase the prince right yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah and then he's like oh shit you weren't alone
1: I love it (laughs) I love that so yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then Adeline's like what if he had and what if the assassin had a friend Kaladin twists to see Adeline standing in full plate Adeline says if there were two of them bridge boy could you fight two Mm -hmm. shardbearers at once Bridge boy. If I wanted to kill um, kill father of the king, I'd never just send one. Kaladin stands, rolling his shoulder into his socket. So sure of himself, an arrogant bastard. Zael says, all right. I'm sure he sees the point. Adeline, no need. Kaladin charges the princeling. <laughs> so i was like what <laughs> yes i was what he's wearing full plate what are you doing what are you doing and you, and you just got yourself handed by zale yeah zale just punched you in the gut two times in the face both of your tactics <laughs> didn't work okay you did manage to get the spear thing so i guess technically Kaladin did pull off a good maneuver on the swordmaster. right but
0: but adeline has, has a point against adeline but adeline has a point
1: yeah. What if he sent two? Yeah. Right. Um, so, so Kaladin charges the princeling, something boiled inside of Kaladin. So this is the part of Kaladin that I'm not that happy with.
0: Is this like anger? This like.
1: Yeah. Because this is the, this is a reckless, uh, side of him that I'm not thrilled about. But anyways, the nameless Shardbearer who had killed so many of his friends He's thinking Sadius sitting regally in his armor. Amaram, hands on his sword, stained with blood. Kaladin screamed as Adelin's unguarded shard blade came for him in one of the careful sweeping strokes from Adelin's practice session. And then he slapped the back edge of the shard blade with his spear, knocking Adelin's grip to the side and fouling up the follow through. Kaladin barreled forward and threw his shoulder against the prince and was like slamming into a wall. Yeah, well, of course. Kaladin...
0: It's like a tank. Know, sh- He's a
1: fucking tank. Played. I know. Kaladin's shoulder flared with pain, but the momentum, along with the surprise of his cudgel blow, knocked Adelin off balance. Kaladin forced both of them backwards, and the Shardbearer toppled to the ground with a crash and a surprised grunt. Renard made a twin crash, falling to the ground nearby, and Kaladin raised his half-spear like a dagger to plunge it toward Adelin's faceplate. Unfortunately, Adelin had dismissed his blade as they fell. The princeling got a gauntleted hand up beneath, sorry, underneath Kaladin. Mm -hmm. Kaladin slammed his weapon downward. Adelin heaved upward with one hand. (laughs) Kaladin's blow didn't connect. Instead, he found himself airborne, thrown with all the plate-augmented strength of a shardbearer. He floundered in the air before slamming down eight feet away, the sand grinding into his side, the shoulder he'd hit against Adeline flaring in pain again. Kaladin gasped. And Zale's mad at this. Mm-hmm. Like Zale is like scolding Adeline for doing this. Oh yeah. He's like, idiot, you could have killed the boy. He attacked me, Adeline says. You challenged him, fool child, Zale says. Then he asked for it, Adeline says. Yeah. You're wearing plate, Adeline. You don't throw an unarmed uh, sparring partner like like that. He's a bundle of sticks. Your father taught you better than that.
0: Hold on. A bundle of sticks? I am stick.
1: Yeah. I am (laughs) am a stick. I am stick, yeah. Not (laughs) too much. Don't let them see. Don't let them see. Don't let them take it away. So Kaladin is actually, he's absorbing stormlight. Right. He sucks in the stormlight. Pain vanishes. His shoulder is uh, is, is feeling better. He gets up again. Zale cries out in surprise as Kaladin pitched himself up to his feet and dashed back towards Adeline again. This, you know, vindictive side yeah. that he has to prove to Adeline. Right. Like, like, what are you doing here?
0: And then, in that moment, <clears throat> mm-hmm. the strength drained from him. The tempest right, inside of him fled without warning. He stumbled, right. gasping at the returning pain in his shoulder.
1: Right. I know. Well, okay. So he talks to Syl about that. So right. that's, that's yeah, the really very end here. Yeah. So Adelin catches him by the arm with his gauntleted fist. The prince's shard blade formed in his other hand. And, uh, but in that moment, a second blade stopped at Kaladin's neck. And then Zale says, you're dead again. So, so this time Adolin's got him.
0: He's completely done.
1: Completely done. And he says, go give your brother some help with his jumping. He tells Adeline.
0: Caledon th- th- thinks here. He's like uh, he felt completely drained. What had happened? Like what? Right. That shouldn't have happened.
1: He absorbed it, and then he yeah. didn't get to use it.
0: Right. It started to heal his uh, his shoulder. He started yeah. feeling better, didn't and feel then all the of a sudden, it was just gone.
1: He wasn't able to use it against adeline or maybe he wasn't able to use it in that state
0: of how he was I- acting. you mean, like yeah. how. He-
1: yeah, because I think, think Phil's Phil asked him, I think, something really, really wise. She well, says, we,
0: yeah, we get there. Who were
1: you, who, who you protecting? Right. At that moment. Right. Who were you protecting? The ideals. Right. Um, so Zale goes, uh, kneels before, uh, goes over to to Kaladin and says, you don't flinch when someone swings a blade at you. You actually have fought shard bears before, haven't you? Yeah. You're lucky to be alive then, Zale says. You've got tenacity, a stupid amount of it. You've got good form, and you think well in a fight, but you hardly know what you're doing against Shardbearers. And then Kaladin's like, "What should I say?" Zale was right.
0: Yeah, he tries to it like was... he tries to uh, bounce back with another retort, and he's like, "What am I going to say?"
1: Yeah. Well, he's I. But this is my highlight. This is what I love about that. He he's on the ground looking up. Right, he's—it's like in, in in a Knight's Tale, you know. He's been weighed, wa- he's been weighed, he's been measured. Yeah, right. He like can. he looks up, but it's the good guy on the ground looking right. up, and he's right. like, "Like I, I need to learn from this." Zale right. was right. Um, nothing broken here, Zale. After looking him over, he says, uh, "How are your ribs? They're fine." Well, I won't force you to learn," Zale says. "I don't think I could force you, actually." <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you remind me a lot of him," Zale says, referring to Adeline. Yeah. Adlin wouldn't let me, t- Adlin wouldn't let me teach him either, not at first. And he says, I'm nothing like him. And then Again, Zale barks at him. He doesn't want to be a herald. He doesn't want to be a hero. He doesn't want to have anything to do with light eyes. Right. Right to the end. He's still yeah. like pushing, pushing, pushing. And
0: Zale, Zale barks a laugh at that because he knows yeah. that's not true.
1: As if he'd heard the finest joke in the world. In the yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Syl flits over and, and Calden says, what happened? to stormlight? it just, It drained from me. I felt it go. Well, who were you protecting? Syl asks. I was practicing how to fight, like when I practiced with Scar and Rock down in the chasms. Is that really what you were doing? Mm -hmm. Syl asked. He didn't know. He lay there staring at the sky until he finally caught his breath and forced himself to his feet with a groan. He dusted himself off, then went to check on Moash and the other guards. As he went, he drew in a little stormlight, and it worked slowly healing his shoulder and soothing away his bruises. The physical ones, at least.
0: Talking about the bruised pride probably inside of him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is that really what you were doing? Right. That's a really good line.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: I was practicing the fight. Just like when I do with Scar and Rock. Yeah, is that really what you were... Mm, Lies.
1: Lies. Pattern
0: would love that.
1: (laughs) I know, it's so good. (laughs) Highlight, I don't know. I, I think it's... I think it's him getting weighed and measured. It's, it's him losing. Yeah. Like that's, that's the center of this chapter for sure. I mean, that's, and I don't, I don't think I got an alternative title. I think bruises, I think bruises is, is perfect. Yeah. Bruises I is great. I didn't, I didn't write one down at, at the least. I, I, I um,
0: one. I, I had, but I, I, I don't know where it is. I thought I yeah. wrote it. The
1: no, I think, I think, I don't know great uh great chapter um, yeah it's
0: great it's, highlight it's, is awesome. yeah highlight
1: is him losing man and then all of a sudden renarin jumping off the building in the background but again it kind of reminds me of of well i'd say in another movie sadly i i always with the movie references but it kind of reminds me of forrest gump a little bit
2: hmm.
1: when he when, when he joined the military in that in the film i don't yeah i didn't read the book or anything like that but in, but in 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 the film he just takes to orders Right. Like he, right he gets told he gets told to do something and, and then he, does he just it. does it. Yep. Like there's no I'm you know, gonna debate my my senior officer, like there's no there's no committee. I'm just gonna do it.
0: It's it's funny because like the chapter really is about Kaladin and Zale, but we mm-hmm. learn a lot about Renarin in this and Renarin's really yeah. not even in the chapter, which is really great. That would be my like my you know, highlight B. My my highlight, B highlight. B. Yeah. My A well, highlight I mean I have, I do have something that I want to talk about here and it's, in, it's a, it's a, it's in, a little training, bit longer. Didn't you yeah, say you the training. Yeah. So training? I want to talk about training. So, um, okay. my highlight here is that even an expert warrior like mm-hmm. Kaladin Stormblessed mm-hmm. still needs training. Yeah. We, we've, you and I have talked a little bit about yep. that in the, on the show about our disapproval of characters like Ray and uh, Finn who can just kind of do stuff without training. Okay. Um, we, I know you and me and we are not people who hate the, Star Wars sequels outright because there's a woman forward character, or that there no, is a no, black that s- stormtrooper, or that um, there no. seemingly was a, and I'm you know disappointed that they didn't go through with this, but seemingly wow. a potential bromance romance between two male right? characters, yeah, yeah, like all those things cool. were really cool. I we, we were yep. all about that stuff when the, the, first, when the, Sk- the first came the out.
1: Potential, the, the potential, the yeah. potential there was, was the it, was, the thing
0: was that always irked me about it is the training. You know, yeah, um, the, we, we see how important it is. You mentioned, uh, Avatar last Airbender. He literally had to go yeah. find masters to train. Oh, he couldn't dude. just automatically do stuff, how, right?
1: How perfect is that? Is Well, okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So when you said Avatar, I I immediately thought of James Cameron's and which I've also gotten the brain because of the deep sea dive. Right. Um, but you're right. Last Airbender training hundred percent that mm-hmm. couldn't be more true and prevalent in that entire series, um, but also in, in James Cameron's avatar like when when the, when the character is going into the um, into the avatar in Pandora he has to mm-hmm. learn everything for the first time can't even time. really
0: walk properly he can't yeah. run
1: he can't walk he's got to go through this whole process Right. and it's you, like the, the th- th- process th- things, is what the fans want in the storytelling right. the, the journey right it's right. not like the,
0: you could you could so, argue that um, that Kaladin is somewhat of a Mary Sue in the sense that when we first meet him he's a fully right. formed Kaladin, storm-blessed, amazing fighter. Now... The, yeah. the the difference here is is that we find out about the ba- his backstory and his training as we read the book, right? So he's not right. technically a Mary Sue, or I'm, I'm using quotes here, where no. there is no, a, um, a character who is just automatically amazing without any training. We know that he went through training to get as good with a spear as he is. But even, You've... I guess my point here is that even an amazing warrior like Kaladin still has things yeah. to learn. And there's nothing yeah. more um that kind of hammers home my my my, my thoughts here than a shard blade because it is very similar to a lightsaber right yeah, there sure. you need we you and i grew up in this Only time period entirely different right it's entirely period. different but it is very I'm similar you, I'm with you I'm with you the weight yeah. is different than what it looks yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, um, but... You have to be very careful because it's not yeah. just a cut that will hurt you if you hurt yourself. Right. It is like yeah. losing limbs, right? Right. Uh, um, or or yeah. in the case of a shard blade, losing your soul and you'll just die yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, um, you and I kind of grew up in this time uh, um, in the uh, you know like late eighties, nineties, where a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff we knew about this the stuff was in like Star Wars RPGs and Star Wars comic books and video games, and mm-hmm. and it, we were always taught that using lightsaber was very dangerous without training and and so too is a shard blade and in in this instance it's so dangerous to fight someone with a shard blade Mm -hmm. without proper training and so um cal really needs this training here even though he's fought two shard bearers and have come out of those fights i would say that he got pretty lucky those two times. He's really talented with the spear. He, he also has Stormlight to back him up, but if he's fighting someone who is a really good Shardbear, he's going to have a hard right. time uh, I think, uh, coming uh, so, on the other so side so that's of that the fight.
1: Key. So that's the key right there. When he defeated the other Shardbear before and, uh, and went up against him and did that sliding maneuver. Right. Um, so it's not Adelin in the suit. Right. So again, again, like the suit matters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the plate and the blade matter, Right. but it's more about who's, who's wielding it.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that you're, you're, you're totally right. I think that's, that's a really good point. I think the, the, uh, the shardbearer that he faces so, on the battlefield. So up against, Amaram, up against Zale he,
1: and he, up against and Adelin, no, no match. Right. You've got a lot of learning to do. Right. This, this, this was kind of like Empire Strikes Back without going up against the big bad. It's like Luke losing at the end, right. getting his hand chopped off. Right. I mean, all but like they're you know, th- th- this could easily have been a, a moment in 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 the uh, in the book to give him a wound, right, of some kind. Like mm-hmm. I mean, Adeline. Well, he does. He walks hand. away with a
0: wound. That's well, the he why walks it's called away with bruises. The wound. Yeah, but the, right. it's an internal wound. It's an internal yeah. bruise, right? Yeah,
1: ego bruising. Yeah, right.
0: And that's yeah. that's an yeah. important thing because we know that Cal can heal the exterior. Uh, um wounds, but these right. interior wounds right. stay. Right,
1: but the, the stormlight's not going to take away those those no exactly
0: is... exactly. So like my highlight is training and how important it is to show a character I know, learning. I right,
1: know. like Ray, like the whole thing with with the Star Wars thing. Which of course we could do an entire other. Yeah, I didn't show want to make on. it a Star Wars dump
0: fest but, here. But but, but there it's is so a true. There it, is it, a line. It, there's it a was parallel So line here.
1: integral to storytelling to to convey that rather than just be. Um, You know, immediately good at something, Mm -hmm. and and it's funny because you you, you can never tell this story without the journey. Like like the journey is so intrinsic. Right there it is, dude. Stormlight. There it is. This the is journey. the journey right you, this is you the could journey never we, you can't start the book. story you can't, without it
0: You can't start a movie could, or a book at the destination. You can't be a fully formed no. character without getting there right I mean while if we were D&D players which we are, would we ever start a campaign at level 20? No, there's no fun in that. You want to start at level one and make your way all right. the way down to the level. Why 20. do you
1: think I always make you start at first level?
0: because you want to kill us and it's way easier. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, uh, so quickly okay, an info so, dump here. Yeah, we'll do a quick info dump.
1: Info um, dump. So
0: Shalon is doing way more research on these crust spines, which is great. Um, these mm-hmm. plants' limbs are fragile. So when the storm hits them, they shatter and the branches and the leaves, they blow away and they start new plants. We, we, we kind of covered this already. Um, I like mm-hmm. the fact how they grow quickly and um, they're, they're, fa- they're growing faster than she ever expected. And she did say this right. landscape is just full of them. So it's just like these things just spread and spread and spread, which is awesome. Right. Um, so the other one little thing that I had here was uh, mm-hmm. shauta, which is the wrap yeah. food that um, <laughs> that Lopin was eating. Chunks Shota. of undefinable meat slathered in dark liquid wrapped in a thick bread. Like I said earlier, this is like a donair or it's like a shawarma or it, it doesn't no, sound. No. Oh, it, shawarma it is do-
1: way, it sounds, it's way more appetizing. Shawarma's well, this is a best. dark
0: liquid. The shawarma is slathered in a light liquid.
1: Come on, swarm is like the best. I thing think
0: ever. I think shauta th- sounds amazing. I would totally eat sh- shauta. I'm totally into it.
1: <laughs> well, in terms of the way it, it 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 was described, like indescribable meats. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm not. St- <laughs> it's a mystery know. meat in the cafeteria. It's
1: a mystery meat. I'd have to. I'd have to see this thing, and I'd have to see people I trust eat it, and then maybe I would try. Yeah. it, but I'm not so. I'm not so. I'm not even so sure I, I would. If I'd be that brave.
0: That's funny. That's funny.
1: I'm not Renarin. I'm not going to jump off the roof. But Renarin, he's. You know that he, if you told him, "Hey, would you want to try one of these chutis?" Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Sure, master. He, <laughs> he'd, he'd eat two or three of them. Yeah. Is this mystery <laughs> meat?
0: <laughs> um, So before we go, we want to say um, a shout-out to uh, some new patrons. Uh, Thank you very much for joining the team. Um, You don't know how much it really invigorates us to keep doing what we're doing. We want to say a big shout-out to Alex Trant, Steph Baum, Jean-Marc David, who is actually from Ottawa. What, what? (laughs) Uh, James Reed, William Brown, Cosette, Elijah Eaton and Tomas Kover, all the way from Czech Republic welcome everyone to the Ooh, team thanks uh, so much guys I uh, can't wait to be chatting with everyone on discord and I uh, remember that when we do our ugly mugs now you can join the discussion when we do those on the weekend um, mm-hmm. so yeah if uh, you want to be part of the Patreon team you can go to patreon.com slash heroes of uh, and go and check out the site we've got a lot of goodies on there if you want to reach out you can do so by email at heroes of at gmail.com or you can look us up on twitter at heroes of one you can always reach out on the StormPod on Instagram. That's our like best place to reach out, um, or you can just um, send us a fax. Um, I'll send the fax uh, number out at some point, and it'll be that'll be the sound that you hear for any young, <laughs> the, any young kids that you don't know what that sound is. It'll be pretty scary, actually.
1: The exact sound.
0: Yeah, that's it. Sounds exactly like that. Precisely you know what you should like do that. is edit this and just clip that. And then use that, like, as a weird audio meme. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, we love you very much. Until next time.
1: Mm-hmm. Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Mori Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Ekathra.